Welcome to Blockbuster Buffs. Blockbuster Buffs! Woo! We're your hosts. I'm Joe. Oh, I'm Matt. That is Matt. Sweet. And uh, we're uh, we're film guys. We're pretty into we're pretty into movies. We like them. We're buffs, you might say. And we're super strong. Strong men for the movies, for the flicks. Yeah, and it's uh, about to rain, so that might to totally rain. trash our audio. But probably not. Let's just try it anyway. We're gonna find out. I am uh, somewhat formally trained in the art of film criticism. I got a minor in film studies, uh, and. I've contributed at least a dozen reviews to IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> that is more than I have done. I'm not a, a review, leave a review kind of guy, so I respect it. Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you don't get any recognition for anything, you know, your your movie watching, then sometimes you just gotta put it out there. <laughs> also, but I, I watch a, movies, okay? Yeah, check I, out my reviews. I have a goof that I got I got accepted to. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So that's also a big credit of mine. You got accepted to it? You have to, like, submit them on IMDb. I think they just pass them all as long as they're not, like, overly offensive or too pedantic. Mm. But Interesting. So that's my other credit. Nice. I've contributed a lot to the movie database. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Well, Matt, you got any good movies you watched this week? I do, actually. I watched... Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so savage. It's so good. I started at, like, 1040, which was a mistake. Because I was like, <laughs> I'll watch the first, you know, the first half. I'm sure there'll be a good break in there. And nope. then I'll just, I'll just, you know, go to bed. I'll finish it up the next day. No worries. Uh, no, I did not. Because <laughs> there was a good breaking point in there. But the problem was, I was too invested. It's too good <laughs> it's to stop. It's so good. <laughs> it was so good. I literally just, I mean, I could feel my like my body was like physically anxious at parts. <laughs> like I just, I almost cried. Like oh. Seeing all these parents talking about their kids and stuff, just like. Dude, I definitely cried. Oh my gosh. Definitely, so definitely teared up. Emotionally tumultuous. What oh, a yeah. great movie. I hope that they finish strong. I'm. I'm expecting them to, but I, I'm going to try not to put too much hope in it. They will. Yeah. Uh, you know, I usually also try not to put too much hope in it, but I will on that one. They're going to make it awesome. It's going to be so good. They're going to crush it. I hope so. They really stepped They stepped it up, which was surprising yeah. because the first one was Into the Spider-Verse so was really great. Yeah. It's a good one. I, believe it or not, watched Maverick. For the first time, Top for the Gun. First for the time. first time, I had not seen Top Gun Maverick, and oh, what a treat! It was so good, loved it. I am actually pissed that I didn't see it in the theaters because it as would have you been, should be, yeah, yeah. it would have been so sick. I don't know why I didn't go see it in theaters. Like, it it just it. I don't know why. Um, it doesn't make sense. It just at the time it came out, I guess it just didn't make it happen. Yeah, you big fan of Top Gun One? I mean, Top Gun One's great for sure. It's just like a iconic American action flick. Yeah, I, I don't love Top Gun One. <laughs> I saw it really late, and I just kind of was like, "That's ah, fine." Yeah, I mean, I'm not too attached to it. Yeah, but Maverick was lit. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> I totally. Yeah, I own Maverick on DVD uh, because 
it's so good. I have to. <laughs> I have to have it in physical format because it's so good. It deserves it. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Mm. But, a lot of fun. Really great action movie. A lot cool. of fun. But those are not what we're talking about on the episode today. That's true. It's not. What are we talking about on the episode? Baywatch. <laughs> we're talking about, I don't know why I laugh track. I was going for applause. Nope. Don't have it. All right. <laughs> Baywatch, baby. Woo. That's right. <laughs> That's it. This is good uh, looking people running in slow motion on a beach. <laughs> As uh, End of summary. Some of you may know, our season uh, this season is around family the fast and furious family and this one is part of uh one of our family's characters who comes in a little later in mm-hmm. the franchise this is shaw no sorry Hobbs. Hobbs. Oh, geez. oh so embarrassing that is embarrassing <laughs> shaw come later yeah this no, is Hobbs. Hobbs. uh dwayne the rock johnson yeah. And as you know, he uh, is in Baywatch, the remake of the old TV show. Yeah, so the premise of the season is that we are looking at what the Fast and Furious family is doing outside of the Fast and Furious franchise. Some of them have very little to do. Others have more to do. Some have a lot to do. Yeah. Rock being one The of Rock them. is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot He's... going on. <laughs> Dang, girl. Yeah. We record outside, so that's just going to happen. <laughs> But yeah, so we're talking about Baywatch. We got to get him in there. He was invited to the barbecue, which is kind of the dividing line uh, in Fast and Furious Seven, and so now he is in the family, and he was also in Baywatch, despite the fact that him and Dom don't get along. So, Baywatch. This is a movie about a bunch of lifeguards who are trying to take down a drug dealer who is selling drugs on the beach in order to lower property values. That way she can buy up the whole beach and make it entirely private. (laughs) Perfect summary. Yeah, that was very succinct. (laughs) Episode over. That's what we got. Uh, Yeah, so for we we do a longer summary next. Then we'll do Dunk or Defend. Then we will do uh, their quarter mile time. But yeah, that's that's the elevator pitch of the movie. And... Yeah, we're introduced to The Rock. His name is Mitch. He has 500 career saves. And he is just, like, on the beach. And he can, like, smell. He's in his lifeguard tower. He can feel just in his bones that there's an accident about to happen. And you see him, he, like, moves his head and looks out over the water. And a gust lifts a windsurfer up and then drops him down way too hard. And Dwayne saves him. That's that's how we start the movie. It's a slow motion dive. I mean, he runs to like the end of a pier and slow motion dives and then he like stands up and like as he stands up out of the water holding the guy in his arms, boom! Baywatch right behind him. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's it shows up on the screen. And so, yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson in this movie is the most beloved of any human being that's ever existed. Oh, for sure. By everybody on the beach. Everyone loves him. I mean, I think it's a beach in Florida, I'm guessing. I don't really know. I, I, dude, I think it's like California. Maybe the Bay Area. That makes sense. Bay or Watch. Hawaii. Really unclear. There's bays everywhere, yeah. so who knows? But yeah, uh, he <laughs> is yeah, he is beloved by every human being on the beach. He's just walking around, kissing babies, and giving people high fives. Like, everyone's like, hey, Mitch, it's free for you, Mitch. You're the best. All because of his 500 career saves, basically. Um, 
We also are introduced to our other one of our other leads, one of our ensemble, Ronnie. Um, he is hanging out with his buddy, Hannibal Burris, uh, on the beach. They're testing out a drone or something like that in the wind, but he's really just creeping on CJ, who is one of the one of the other lifeguards. Um, so yeah, they're out hanging up, hanging out on the beach as Mitch is going for his run. And clearly, Ronnie has a big crush on CJ, and she is just absurdly out of his league. Like, such an, ins- to an insane... Absurdly. To such an insane Otherworldly. level. That, like... <laughs> like, it's possible that, I don't know, she could... She could, I don't know, slim it with him. He's he's nice enough guy. Maybe he makes her laugh or something. Yeah, like he's hilarious. Stranger things have happened. And he can dance. But it's absolutely As absurd to, to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they, you know, he, you know, but he's got a lot of confidence. And I like that about Ronnie. Ronnie's got no quit in him. And that's part of his character. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's Mitch. He finds some flock on the beach. This is kind of introduces us to what the premise of this you know of the movie is is that they're what is flaca flaca is a drug that is an unnamed party drug that's getting big in the area um so yeah mitch and steph steph is another one of the lifeguards run the team there's they have like some sexual tension i don't think they ever kiss or anything like that nope. um but yeah they're they have good banter they're they seem to be like f- work flirts I would say. Yeah. It's kind of the vibe. Um, Work wife. Yeah. Something like that. So then we have this whole scene about Ronnie getting his his, his cash and prizes stuck <laughs> into... Uh, I love that you call it cash and prizes. Yeah. So he starts choking at Hannibal being the good friend that he is. It's like, oh, hey, CJ, come help him. And then he's getting like... He's getting... Heimlicked by her, and that gets him real, you know, real high, real excited, real randy, hot, and bothered. And he gets embarrassed, so he jumps onto like a beach chair, and his penis just pops right through one of the slats. <laughs> and his whole and cash like prize is sideways, it gets stuck like <laughs> yeah, it's sideways, clearly just like a giant just fake, penis absolutely they perpendicular, and yeah. in a position it should not be. Yeah, so they're all watching. They're, he's, they like stand him up, and the crowd gathers around, and they can all see his junk and stuff. Like it through the, it's in the swimsuit. All right, all right, know? all right, we get it. But it's a mess, yeah. Until he finally just like panics and jumps and breaks the chair. It's, it's really crass, and it's not very funny, and it's one of the worst parts of the movie. It's not terrible, but it really is. Like it's just not fun. I did. I really didn't. I didn't hate it, or but I also just yeah didn't didn't really care for it. And this is where we get introduced uh, in this next scene to Matt Brody. Matt Brody is uh, basically Michael Phelps. If Michael Phelps didn't care about anybody but himself and uh, blew the relay for his team by getting drunk the night before. And puking in the pool <laughs> and, during the race. Yeah, they call him the <laughs> vomit comet. Um, he he's self-described as 80% trill and 30% dope. <laughs> And he's been brought in by the city council, or by the cops, I believe. I think the chief of police is the one who organizes this, or maybe he's the city planner. Well, yeah, but he was, it is part of his, like, uh, after going to court, Yeah, like, his plea deal or whatever is that he'll come be a lifeguard. Yeah, so they bring him in thinking he's going to be, like, kind of a, a mild tourist draw, and they can give 
they can get him for really cheap because he's on probation or something like that. Um, it's it's fairly hand wavy, but that's kind of that's kind of how it works. So Matt Brody shows up to tryouts, but he isn't going to try out. No, he shows up to work. From his perspective, he's showing up to work, and the Rock gives him the third degree. Mitch like really puts him in his place, and he's like, "Well, oh, you know, if you're going to be a part of this team, then you gotta, you know, you gotta try out. You gotta earn it, just like everybody else." And he's like, "I'm not doing that." He just walks away. He's like, "I have a gold. I have two gold medals. When you find out who the fuck I am, oh, swear, something like that. When you find out who I am, like, uh, you come find me. I'll be, I'll be sitting out on the beach." And so he can he refuses to compete. He's just drinking beer, having cool like in the Yeah. He's just drinking beer on the beach. He's got his little cooler. And he just watches the rest of these people try out for these very competitive public lifeguard spots. They get hundreds of applicants every year. <laughs> Only one spot is traditionally available, but this year they got three. Yeah. Which is like First of all, why? Second of all, why is this an incredibly competitive position? <laughs> this is insane. So yeah, this is an incredibly competitive position. Most sought after position on the on the beach. I mean, in the city. Ron even says, "I was, you know, before this, I was just, you know, getting my degree in computer programming." And you know, Ronnie's like, tried out like two or three times. Yeah, this is not his first try. And he's like, yeah, so I just decided to give all that up to come out here and really make a difference, really make something of myself. <laughs> so they, they hang a little bit of a lantern on it with that line. But, yeah, like, they take it so seriously. And I think that it's the trick of – I think that is the key to this movie is taking it way more ser- – like, taking lifeguard work way more seriously than it needs to be taken. And, like, all the characters, they do not break from this. Like, Matt – Brody keeps bringing it up as yeah. if like they're being ridiculous, but everyone else is like, "No, this is, this is, you this know, is who we, we are. are the Green Berets. Yeah. Like we are the Navy Seals. <laughs> like we're the last line of defense. Like they, <laughs> they think like they're the hero of like, like more than firemen, like lifeguards. They're the ones <laughs> who are really, you know, making a saving difference the day. and saving lives. I think I have in my notes that they act like." They've never heard of the Navy SEALs. They're like, this is the elite of the elite. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not, dude. <laughs> like, maybe, but I don't think so. <laughs> like, this is, like, city lifeguard. <laughs> this is not a crazy position. But, yeah, I love that they take it so seriously. Um, but they, what's cool is that, so, yeah, Ronnie is competing along with uh, Alexandra Daddario, who is playing Summer. Mm-hmm. And then we got Zach Efron playing Matt Brody, and then Ronnie is played by this guy. I don't know. But, yeah. So they're all Ronnie and um, Summer are – they're just like normal applicants trying out. And Matt Brody is also trying out, but he doesn't know it yet. So they all get done with their course, and Matt's still just there drinking beer. And then Mitch comes over, and he's like, if you're going to be on our team, like you got to do the course, but – since you refuse, you got to come over to do the big boy course with me. <laughs> and they just have like a ninja warrior set up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that them, that uh, Zach Efron gets to go through showing off how he uh, 
clearly starved himself for this role. Yeah. <laughs> like, he bulked up a lot. Jacked. He's just absolutely shredded. Yeah, but then he clearly cut, I would say, a little too hard. He looks <laughs> kind of gross. Like, his muscles are cool, but it's like, dude, you got to gain just like, just get a little bit of, you know, just get a little bit of food in you. Like, <laughs> you are too vascular. Like, this is a problem. Like, like his muscles every were muscle. too defined. Yeah. Like, it looked it's, creepy. Yeah. Like, it, it, The Rock looks great. He of looks course. great. He's huge. Always. He looks great. But yeah. he doesn't have, like, you don't see, like, every vein of every muscle all the time. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, I think Zach Efron was trying a little too hard to compete with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which is... Yeah, he did. But I he mean, did an admirable job. Oh, he freaking crushed it. He, he did. Great, he was but, huge, man. Uh, for his frame. I mean, he was told to do that as much as he was trying to do that too yeah. for the role. You know, like yeah, you get personal trainers; they go through all that shit to mm-hmm. to be able to get that big, they eat big, work out hard, leading up for months to production. Mm-hmm. Going through all that. Yeah. It, it, he did a good job. A lot of dedication there. A lot of hard work. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah. So they get they get done with this this insane test. So basically, Matt does the does the Ninja Warrior course, and he's like, "What's up now?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's not the course. This is a thing we have. You just did." <laughs> like I'm assuming he just saw it and did it, and they were like, "Cool." <laughs> yeah. Go for it, dude. We're not gonna stop you. So then it's like him competing with The Rock to like do more pull ups. Like, carry refrigerators faster, you know? Like, they're just basically muscle men in their way across the beach. And I'm like, man, do they just keep those refrigerators there just in case there's a ne'er-do-well, like, <laughs> applicant who doesn't want to do the real course? So then The Rock has to, like, show them who's boss? Like, do they just have those on hand? Yes. <laughs> they just, like, is this a normal thing that happens? Like, Four fridges keep, with pipes through them. They just keep it at the beach for for working out for anybody yeah. who wants to use them to work out. Yeah, that's that's a normal that's a normal thing to do. Yeah, I, I feel that <laughs> you're, you're bodybuilder. You're hanging out on the beach. Sure, why not? Why not move these fridges? Yeah, it's funny because Zac Efron is like barely tall enough to even get up to the bar to yeah. move the fridges. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. But that all gets interrupted because. A kid falls off the pier, and his mom jumps in after, and I believe it's actually two kids. And so all the lifeguards snap into action, and they get their jet ski, and they get their, you know, floaties, and they get their whole deal, and they get out there, and it's great. But Matt is like, I'm a superstar Olympian. I'm just going to take care of this. So he steals a motorcycle, drives it across the pier, jumps it off the pier, does a super cool dive, then tries to save the mom without saving her kids. (laughs) idiot <laughs> like all the everything else at that point was pretty cool actually i mean it's a little bit r- r- unnecessary obviously to like steal this dude's motorcycle but oh yeah but like he saw the kid fell in the mom jumped in after and so then he's like i'm here to rescue you like trying to drag the mom to shore and it's like dude this is a mom like that have you ever met a mom before because <laughs> this is not gonna go well so she elbows him in the face <laughs> And, yeah, so then CJ and Steph and Mitch all pull up on their little jet ski. I believe Mitch saves both the they, girls. CJ saves um, CJ saves Matt. And then Steph picks up the mom. mom. Yeah, and then they get to back to the beach, and Matt is, like, trying to do CPR, but her airway's blocked. And so CJ's like, stop it. What are you doing? And, like... 
pushes him away and actually like does it right. And it it was man, I really liked this thing. Because Matt is a total like douchebag, right? But they did they made him embarrassed. And then you could feel that he was embarrassed. And you could see him be embarrassed. And it was like a really like rather than just the rock like machoing his way through, like he's an idiot. And I thought that was like a fun choice for the characters that like he's dumb. Like he's really, really dumb. And they're all pretty dumb, but he's so dumb that like <laughs> that uh yeah, he's so dumb and so narcissistic that he makes them like look smart, which is was kind of fun. Like I really I really enjoyed that. Um Oscar Nunez is a city council member. This is where we cut to kind of plot B. Uh like I said, this land developer pariah what's her name i can't victoria victoria this is right or she is played by uh priyanka chopra jonas now she married the jonas brother congrats to her and to him um yeah she is the owner of the hotel and she's the one who's selling drugs we don't know this for sure yet but it's pretty clear um and she's trying to intimidate oscar nunez is from the uh, office but i think that's his real name his real name is oscar (laughs) yeah i don't know what his name he's council member but yeah so she's trying to intimidate him into like basically getting the council on board with her buying up all the land and privatizing the beach and he doesn't get it done in time and so she says some vaguely threatening things and yeah this is where we find out about her plan to drive down real estate prices uh in order to privatize the beach because she's talking to the council guy um but yeah it she is vaguely threatening and like kind of tells her goons to take care of it and then that's the end of that scene um the next day uh matt is accepted ronnie's accepted summer's accepted they're doing a. They've done like a very small amount of training, and they get a call that there's this fire in a boat, out. This boat's on fire and it's sinking, and they need to go save people, which I don't think is the job of the lifeguards, but on this beach it is. <laughs> <laughs> they have a boat and jet skis, and they go out, and yeah, they're they're here to they're th- here to save them. Well, boat. I think they know that that they just get the call over the radio, but it's supposed to be for the coast guard. Oh, and they just take it. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> that gets brought up at one point, like that Matt is mad about them going out there later on because, like, isn't this a job for the Coast Guard? Yeah. And Mitch is like, Coast Guard would be here too late. Yeah. It's our job to try and save people because we can get there faster. Yeah. So they're real. They're like a really serious hardcore. crew. They are hardcore. They're doing stuff <laughs> way beyond their jurisdiction or job, which is a, you know admirable in some ways. So, yeah, this this scene is kind of interesting. There's a boat that's on fire, um, and this is another instance where Matt's narcissism gets in the way of him being good at this job. Like, he is riding on a jet ski with Mitch. Mitch jumps off, swims under the fire, gets up on the boat. It's, like, basically surrounded. The gas is leaking. Like, there, there's fire on the water around, so they Mitch swims under, gets up on the boat, starts rescuing ladies, um, you know, he's throwing them over the fire to get to the boat with CJ and Summer and Steph. Um, and 
they're all doing that. It does seem like there is a way in through the fire to get to the boat. Um, you can kind of see it in some of the shots. I'm not sure if there's continuity problem or if they just this is the way it is. I think it's just the way the fire is moving. Like, yeah, so you can't see that all the time, and I don't think Matt could see it because he tries yeah. to make this swim under the water after being explicitly told not to, and he cannot do it, which was absurd to me. This was one of the things that like really kind of took me out of the movie, and the reason why is because whenever I swim at any rec center or pool or whatever, like for exercise, my last my last little rounds, I try to swim under the water as far as I can, and even when I'm out of shape, and I'm out of practice, I can get all the way across the pool, and usually I even when I'm out of shape and out of practice can get about a quarter of the way back, which is not. Like so, this That's Olympic swimmer should have no problem swimming all the way under, the, like under the fire. I think more of the problem is just that he's disoriented because of the fire. It's more of like he can't tell where the fire and the boat is because there's fire on like so many places around the boat. I think that's kind of the vibe I got. It's not that he couldn't do it. It's just that he gets stuck under the fire and he's disoriented on where to go. Okay. I hear you there, but if he were to swim in any direction as far as he can, <laughs> he's going to hit the boat or get out from out of the fire. <laughs> like he's an Olympic swimmer. <laughs> he's he, Unless he just didn't take a good breath, which is dumb. Like I'm just saying, it really took me out of it. Maybe for most people it didn't, but like I I don't know. I've, I've tried to I've, – I've played in the water a lot. I feel like I could do that swim, and I'm fat. <laughs> you can do it, man. It's not that difficult. And you know what? Bet you guys can. You guys can say I can't do it. That's fine. But if you ever see me and you ever want to put a bunch of fire on the water, I'll be happy to swim under it for you. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. So that that part was a little silly. But anyway, again, Matt gets embarrassed. He does something. He doesn't work. He, when he gets done, you see him get embarrassed, but then when he's done, he acts like he saved those people, and it's great. Um, yeah, that's the other thing that's interesting. Like, they have a lifeguard station, and we only see Mitch Summers. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, what's up? Finish, finish the rest of that scene before you go away. What oh, happens? Oh, yes. They save the three women who are on the boat, and they find the city councilman who's been killed. He's dead. He's we don't dead. know. We don't know, but why it's, he's dead? How I mean, he died? They don't know. We know. <laughs> we have a pretty good understanding. <laughs> yeah. So they they find the city councilman. They don't understand if he's murdered or not, or if he. They just think he died on the boat. Um, but yeah, Mitch does a little bit of investigation on the body, and some cop comes up and is like, "Dude." What are you doing? Like, why are you investigating the body? You're a lifeguard. <laughs> and so the the lifeguards, they stay in the bit the whole time, and it's great. Because they, they're like, no, this is serious. This is our job. And everyone else is just like, you guys, you're lifeguards. You're lifeguards. You're lifeguards. You're not spies. You're not cops. Like, stop it. And it's it's fun. I'm glad that they do that. Um, so, yeah, after they find the councilman, they, they're just kind of back at home base. And it's interesting to me, there's a lot of other lifeguards at the lifeguard station. They have, like, a very highly technical, large, like, lifeguard office that's got, like, big fancy windows and stuff. And there's just, like, a lot of other people around. But I'm just like, where are these lifeguards? Like, I don't, 
Are they just, these are the ones who are on Tower 1, and, like, the other towers are manned by other people, but, like, wouldn't they all be on the same team? I don't get it. (laughs) Um, It seems odd to me, but I guess they have to have, like, someone who can watch the tower when they're not there, or, I mean, I guess they don't guard it at night, so that's, that makes sense. Um. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah, Ronnie. Oh, yeah. this is kind of a funny part too. Ronnie's a little, he's a little bit overweight. He's pretty overweight, and they. She's like, uh, CJ's asking him what what he wants to eat, and because they're they're ordering food, and he gets a salad, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they go and sit down, and they're having like lunch, and everyone else is just eating like burgers and stuff, and burgers and fries, and just like picking out basically, which is like makes sense. They're swimming like all the time like you just yeah. eat probably whatever you it's want pretty much super yeah <laughs> yeah you're probably Burning just hungry constantly by the thousands yeah <laughs> yeah it's the it's the only activity where you could probably get away with that kind of stuff like most exercises isn't gonna get you there but swimming that much probably will um and this is where matt really is like why are we solving crimes like what are you talking about and so mitch goes through some of the crimes and this is your kind of you brought this up but this is where he says like you know, if we don't do it, no one else is going to do it. Like, no one's really serious about this flock of thing. Like, no one's really serious about, no one's going to come catch, like, sand grifters. You know, just people who are stealing people from, you know, people who are out on the beach. And so they just really take it personally. Like, they don't really care about their jobs, which is, again, pretty interesting and admirable and, and fun. So uh, we do get a little flash here. Hannibal Burris is a hacker for Victoria, who's the bad real estate lady. Um, that's just kind of planted in there. I have to bring it up, but yeah, this is really their first mission all as a team. They're going to, they're going to the hotel. Is it a hotel or Victoria's house? It's Victoria's, uh, it's Victoria's hotel. Okay. It's, it's yeah. a, it's whole hotel where they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like a fancy hotel yeah. and they're, they're breaking in to do some research Recon. They're do- yeah, they're doing some reconnaissance. And honestly, this scene, I don't totally understand what they're trying to get. Are they, They're trying to catch her with having drugs in the in the restaurant. Oh, right. They're looking for drugs in the, the fish cans. The right. big old barrels that are supposed to have fish in them, uh, they think are the ones they're moving the drug packs of drugs in. Yeah. That's... Thank you. So, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, they, that is correct. Thanks, Joe. Got you. And they, I think they do find drugs, right? No, not this time. Okay. So yeah, their their plan is they're gonna go to the party. They were invited by Victoria, and their um, Brody is supposed to be on the lookout. Well, Mitch and Steph find the drugs, and Brody just kind of like gets drunk and he he gets smooched a little bit by victoria and she's like oh maybe you'll be head lifeguard sometime again not a very like advantageous position but (laughs) (laughs) sure you know it's a decent job (laughs) like uh she's like maybe you could be the head lifeguard i don't know you know she's kind of dangling that she gives him a nice bottle of scotch and he drinks way too much of it way too quickly does not look out for mitch doesn't be a part of the team and then finally they need someone to 
do a distraction, and so Ronnie is picked to do the distraction. And he does, because Victoria seems to be realizing Mitch and Steph are they're walking where they shouldn't be walking. And so Ronnie does an amazing little dance, a lot of cool facial expressions. He is, you know, he goes hard in the paint, full commitment, and it's very fun. And this is how he wins over CJ, mostly. She, after this whole thing, after he does this, like, pretty wild, not, like, good dance, but just, like, full send Committed. Dance. Very committed. Yeah. That's the only kind of dancing there is, brother. Exactly. He, <laughs> he goes full send, you know, balls to the wall on that, and distracts Victoria for a little bit, but then she eventually just is like, all right, well, thank you, see ya, and goes back to trying to find Mitch and Steph. And then CJ, so impressed with Ronnie's cool dance moves, you know, beckons him to dance with her. And, yeah, it is kind of interesting. One thing I did notice about these, this this whole party is they're dressed all very weird. Mitch looks like a sea captain, um, which I think is odd. <laughs> it's supposed to be his disguise. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he, he was invited to the party. He's going as himself. No, it, I think it's like his uniform. Huh. Because he's lieutenant. They call him lieutenant. Oh, okay. So he has like dress blues yeah. for lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Uh, CJ is wearing an absolute fire dress. And then uh, Summer looks terrible. She's wearing this like short cocktail dress, but it's got these flower print on it and sequins. And she looks like what a 12-year-old would think like a hot cocktail dress would be. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty wild. I don't usually notice dresses I in movies. I do not remember that. But I think CJ's was so great that it made me notice that the other ones were so terrible. Mm, so anyway, yeah, Brody gets drunk. He throws up in the pool. Mitch is really disappointed in him. And then finally, the next day, it's not a huge deal. But Do, uh, do they even find anything? That's, I, I, I can't remember. I don't if think they, on that one. Yeah, I don't think they find anything there. Yeah, it's... They get kind of caught in the kitchen, right? And kicked out, mm-hmm. Mitch and Steph? Yep. Um, in the meantime... This is where Hannibal Burris is also talking to Victoria. She comes in. She's like, do you have this information for me? Like, I think he's stealing blueprints or something like that or getting, like, dirt on the on the city council. And, uh, yeah, so he is like, maybe if you give me more money, I won't rat you out. And she marks him for death immediately. And, <laughs> yeah, so they, they – he's, he's going to get killed. I think, yeah. I think they show it, but if not, they show it fairly quickly after this. So the next morning, Brody apologizes to Mix or to Mitch. Mitch fired him anyway because he only cares about his medals. So Brody throws one of his both his medals into the sea. No, no, only one. No, oh yeah, only one. Only and then Summer's one. like, "Don't you have two? Yeah. So he throws that one too. No, he doesn't throw it. Oh, he thought he did. No, he doesn't throw the second one. He doesn't have it on him. Oh, He's okay. Like, That's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> It's not about me having to. It's what what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay, so he throws... I missed that. He throws one of them into the sea, and then Mitch is like, all right, I'll give you another shot. And this at this point, Brody is like... He still will occasionally say, like, we should call the police. But he he, he commits to the team, really. Yep. He stops being like, what are we doing? And he's like, let's investigate. <laughs> um, They... I don't really want to... They go to the morgue. They investigate the councilman's body. They find out that this is another pretty crass, like, not fun joke where they make, uh, in my opinion, do you like this joke? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. Yeah, Brody's, it's, like, 
checking his taint for <laughs> drug, like for track marks, basically. Mitch and then Mitch like snaps a photo of him. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of hijins here. We don't have a ton. We don't have time to get into all of them, but you know they're they're just being goofballs. And then the henchmen come in while they're checking out the body, and they snap a photo of him. The henchman takes the phone, and they have to chase him down. And this is where Mitch, being well beloved by every citizen in the town, comes in real good handy, because he's like, one of them. The guy steals a jet ski, and then someone's like, "Mitch, take this one." Yeah. <laughs> he just hops off and hands it to him. That at that moment in my head, I was like, "Wow, this is such a TV show. Like this yeah. feels like the Baywatch TV show. Like that. That's very reminiscent of just." Yeah, have you ever watched the show? No. I haven't either. It's before our time. It like, was before our time. But yeah. Um They chase down the henchman and Dwayne catches him mm-hmm. but then Oh yeah, he gets fired. He was told not to not to chase those guys down anymore. Yeah. He he and Summer and Brody try and go to the police chief and tell mm-hmm. him that they have this evidence and the chief is like okay where's your actual real evidence and they're like uh well he we broke lost it and he broke the phone and we don't have any yeah. so and they took the file and they broke yeah. the phone so <laughs> we have nothing and we didn't find any drugs at the hotel and he's like dude you get all right mitch you're fired and then instead of appointing steph who obviously deserves it um yeah he appoints brody <laughs> Yeah, he points Brody because basically they Victoria has installed Brody because she thinks he'll play ball after the after the other scene. Uh, and Brody starts taking his job seriously. The whole team hates him because Steph should get the job and everyone knows it. And Brody's like, doesn't for some reason tell them like I'm on probation. Like I can't. Like I have to be obedient to the law. And this guy's my like probation officer. He told me I have to do this. Like, he could have just explained that, but instead he's, like, they're just, like, mad at him. Um, yeah, so he starts taking the job seriously, though. He he stakes out that boat that keeps bringing, you know, seemingly bringing, like, packages into the hotel mysteriously with the fish company logo on them. And he finds some sand grifters stealing stuff, and he finds this cool cooler that has, like, a bottom compartment. And then he goes into the police station and steals um, the beach cop that has been giving him Mitch crap the whole time. Like, Brody steals the file off of his desk to get information. And so, yeah, you see him really, like, really trying to do this job the way Mitch would want him to do it. Um, And that kind of gets the team, when he has the file, that kind of gets the team back on board. He figures out some information, finds out that they killed Hannibal Burris, they have some um, some dirt there. Uh, that's Brody's or no, what's his name? Ronnie. Ronnie's friend. Yeah. yeah. And so Ronnie's like, Oh, well, that's crazy. That's my buddy. Um, he's pretty upset about it, but yeah, they, f- they find information about this party and Brody's going to have to be the tech guy for a second because, or no, Ronnie's going to be, have to be Ronnie Brody. I don't know, Matt. So, <laughs> it's, it's confusing. It is confusing. Are, yeah. Uh, so Zach Efron, tells ronnie uh this um, this really cool line that illustrates how dumb he is <laughs> he says 
hey, man, can you help me with this? Like, as much as I know laptops, I don't know shit about computers. (laughs) (laughs) And it's pretty funny. I enjoyed that. Yep. Um, But they find the, the plans to the boat and figure out that they're storing, basically they're shipping drugs in from, I believe, Cuba or maybe just South America. Sounds um right. yeah, in this boat and they're putting them underneath the boat in these little like compartments. Um and they're going to go prove it by going to this party on her boat at the dock and climbing off the back and scubaing underneath. So they all show up. They all have good clothes on this time. Dre- ladies looking great in their dresses, men looking, you know, like sharp. It's great. They're 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 dressed well this time. I wouldn't have noticed, but the last time was such a mess. I, <laughs> I think it's symbolism, all right? Before, they're not a team. Now, they're a team. So now they all look good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, so they, they go to this big party. It's this big, you know, fancy party that Victoria's throwing, and they kind of, like, sneak away, and Matt jumps off the back of the boat and proves they have drugs, and then they're trying to find the one landowner yeah. that hasn't sold out yet who's yep. been missing for three days and they find him so they're all excited about that um they get him off the boat right they get him off the boat but they get a but they capture matt yeah the the two other henchmen uh knock matt out when he comes up out of the water right all right so that's kind of the meat of that scene but yeah so the they the rest of the team notices that Matt is gone. They call Mitch and tell him that Matt is gone. Um, and Matt is in the back of a boat that is heading towards, I believe, a firework buoy. Yeah. Like a firework stand kind of in the middle of the bay. Yep. Victoria's on the boat with her two henchmen, and Matt is locked in the cage on the back of the boat. It's very bad. Very bad. <laughs> and so she says some, Super like, terrifying. you should have just played ball, man, and kicks him off the back of the boat. He falls to the bottom of the bay in a cage, which, yeah, it's is pretty – that's a scary thing. It's a scary way to go. It was – yeah, it's pretty compelling. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's terrifying, <laughs> actually. For real. So he holds out about as long as he can, and then he starts to, like, kind of lose it and fall asleep and then he imagines summer swimming towards him and he kisses her gets air from her and then he gets enough oxygen in his brain to stop hallucinating and it's uh mitch who (laughs) (laughs) um was saved from his boring job wearing loafers by uh what's that guy's name so Mitch, when he got fired, he goes and sells cell phones it's at David AT&T, Hasselhoff. <laughs> and David, Has- David Hasselhoff yeah. shows up and the is like, Mitch. The original Baywatch. Yeah, the, the Baywatch 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> They're both named Mitch. Yes. <laughs> He's like, Mitch, what are you doing? Shoes? And he, Mitch like looks at him very sheepishly, and it's pretty funny. And uh, so, yeah, he. he the, that's when uh, Hasselhoff tells him something very important. What does he tell him there? Do you remember? remember? It's when he, he gives Mitch. Mitch gives Mitch a little pep talk. Hasloff is like, you don't work for the bay. Oh, you don't just protect the yeah, bay. You don't just protect. You the... are the bay. Yes, I do have it written down. I didn't know where it was. <laughs> Teamwork. Yes. Oh, what a good line. Yeah, you are the bay. 
is very important. And that's how Mitch finds Brody. He can feel the bay. That's how he's able to find him in the middle of the bay after at in the, the dark at the bottom. Yeah. After a boat that he didn't see took him there and dropped him there in just a couple minutes. Like maximum, like four minutes. He's able to just go out there, find him immediately. Anyway, don't worry about that. I feel like he had to have seen them in the boat. Like, he had to have been on his jet ski heading their direction to, like... Yeah, it's possible. They, that makes sense. They don't they don't show it, but it's got to be. Because he gets there, like, kind of quick enough. Yeah. And this is where Matt and Mitch need to go take on the bad girl on the firework barge. And so this is our... This is kind of our final battle. This barge is covered in these urchins that will will make you go crazy and then kill you. Um, they're, they're poison. Like adrenaline. They're, yeah. yeah, they just give you a huge rush of adrenaline. Yep, and then you die. So <laughs> they, they've they talked about this earlier in the movie. But, yeah, the, it's covered in urchins, and it's also covered in fireworks. And so Ronnie has to be the tech, tech guy again, and he's like, I don't know how to work this. I've never done this before. And then CJ grabs him, and she's like, you are the tech guy. I'm the tech guy. And then he figures it out, starts blasting off the fireworks. That way the Victoria can't escape by helicopter. Um, there's a big fight. Mitch gets shot. He falls off, and he falls off the platform. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch and Brody are fighting the two henchmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Matt takes down one of the henchmen with a firework, I believe, or, like, throws him on the fireworks. He gets hit. Yep. It's, uh, it's pretty bad. And then Victoria has him dead to right she's got a gun on him she's like you sh- again you should just play ball and you're gonna die and then mitch shows up and is like distracting her with some like nonsense stuff about like being the sea and like, <laughs> like how he he like conv- he like is the waves and stuff <laughs> it's it's buck wild and then just then ronnie hits the button for this big one to go off and Mitch grabs it. He sees the light light up and he like pulls the firework tube out and shoots her with it and <laughs> explodes her into infinity little pieces. <laughs> and it is a great way for it to end. Um, and then Matt's like, Whoa, I thought you died. And he's like, I almost did, but I got this urchin. So <laughs> I'm about to die. <laughs> like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> you got to save my life. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be bad. Um, but, yeah, so that's why he's saying all this crazy stuff about the sea because he's just, like, high as a kite. Oh, yeah. Um, and then a leg falls, and they cut from that sea. <laughs> a leg from Victoria Brady's falls, and it's freaking out. Yeah, it grosses everybody out. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the end of the movie. Uh, Ronnie hooks up with CJ. That's, yep. like, a big thing. Uh, Victoria. And, oh, yeah. Um, no, Summer and Brody don't really, like, f- kiss. Do they kiss? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they kiss at the end. Oh, yep, yeah. they kissed the one time. Yeah, yeah, they've been flirting this whole time. Yep. They, they do a little kiss. Um, and Mitch gives Brody back the medal that he had thrown into the sea because he didn't throw it that far. And they they uh, find out the police chief or whatever uh, had been part of Victoria's scheme too. So they get him caught, and Mitch gets reinstated as the— Yeah, I think Ellerby takes over— his job. Yeah. That's the the cop who's been giving Mitch a hard time. His name Bellerby. Yep. So that's the movie. That's really it. Yeah. I mean, that's Baywatch, man. Yep. That's the rules of the bay. Uh, Pam, Pamela Anderson? That's or is true. It, uh, yeah. Pamela Anderson. I don't think it is. Yes, it is. 
Really? It is. Promise. Okay. Pinky promise. Yeah, she shows up at the end, and she gets to go in super slow motion, which is like <laughs> a big theme. This movie's a lot about slow motion. It is. But it also is... Yep. Very self-aware, which is great. Yeah, they're 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 mocking. They're making yeah. fun of the old Baywatch show appropriately, I would say. Yeah. Because um, it's, yeah, from what I've heard, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, that's the movie. It's pretty fun. It's pretty quick. There's not yeah. a lot of downtime in it. No. And, yeah. you know, everyone's good-looking and nice and funny. So <laughs> there it is. You got anything else to add or anything you we, we missed that's important? Nah. Let's do Dunker Defend. All right. One, two, three. Defend. defend. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. This movie is so dumb. <laughs> it's so I dumb. I can't help. But it's great. I All right. Yeah, you go first. All right. Here's my main defense. I love that it's for being a spoof and also like a playoff of a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's not really a spoof. It's a remake of a TV show, yeah. but it is so self-aware mm-hmm. that it's very funny. Like mm-hmm. if they took themselves as seriously as they did and weren't self-aware about it, it would be awful. Yeah. But it's because they have so many like – self-aware meta jokes Mm -hmm. you're like okay this is hilarious like this is very well thought out yeah i'm gonna defend for the same reason like they these five characters live in a fantasy land where lifeguarding is super important and they have a really important serious job akin to a navy seal (laughs) and everyone else around them just thinks they're ridiculous and that's what makes it fun is the contrast of like they take themselves so seriously, but nobody else does. And <laughs> yeah. you kind of want them to be right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fun. It's really fun. Yep. Um, yeah. The beautiful people, too. That's They're true. just beautiful humans. Some very attractive women. Some very attractive men. Yeah. Just, just uh, good-looking slow-mo folks all around. Yeah. A lot of good I liked slow-mo. the Hannibal Burris part. He's one of my favorite comedians. I'm glad he was in there yeah. getting some work. I'm glad Ronnie uh, scored at the end of CJ. That yeah, was, uh, that was fun. Awesome. Very, very stoked for him. Yeah, and she, like, she did great as not a bimbo. Yeah. And not. She's a sweet character. Like, not a skank. Yep. I'm glad they made her. She's just, like, super crazy hot. Really sweet, competent at her job. Yeah. And it's just like nice to people. Yep. And like I've known tons of people who are like that and not judgmental <laughs> and like very pretty and they just are nice. And occasionally that happens. And it was nice to have just no real like conflict with her. <laughs> it's just yeah. she's just a nice person <laughs> that you just like. Um Yeah, there's not really a lot of complexity to it. Right. It's, Mitch is funny. Like, I like uh, <laughs> Brody has a good character arc. Too. Yeah, Brody Brody has a really good character arc. He goes from being this cocky douchebag to actually wanting to sacrifice and be a part of the team. Yeah, find a, a bigger person. He almost yeah. gets killed at the bottom of a cage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as dunks go, it, it's almost difficult to dunk on because it. 
it makes fun of itself a lot, which is kind of – movies try to do that to give themselves a pass. And I think that this one does that successfully. Yeah. And it really – that's how they give themselves a pass, and they do kind of get a pass because they're like, we get it. This is dumb. And normally I don't like that, but this pulled it off. Yeah, I agree. It worked in this one for sure. Yeah, I mean the dunks are obvious. Like the plot is basic and sim- yeah. like doesn't do anything. The characters are bland. Like, but the movie is fun, and not just because of the action, but because of the silliness, and it's funny. Yep. So. Yeah, it did what it was. It did what it was supposed to do. It, I'd recommend you did, watch it. It did what it was supposed to. It it uh, achieved what it was trying to do. It did do that. And I enjoyed it. Agreed. All right, what's your quarter mile time? My quarter mile time for Baywatch. Oh, wait, we should explain it. Okay. If you haven't figured it out, uh, 10, according to Fast and Furious 1, 10-second car, that's the that's the benchmark. That's the 10 movie. Unlike normal scoring, though, uh, the higher up you get, the worse your car is. So 20 is a bad, bad. score. 10 minutes is terrible that's right awful so we're shooting between a 10 and a 20 uh for baywatch my quarter mile time is going to be a 15 that's mine as well i'm right over the like yep. <laughs> i had i had thought it before uh yeah explain uh it's 15 for me because the like pure fun and silliness and humor definitely is like it's leading mm. edge and it's plot holes and whatever inconsistencies are, are it's downfall and so it, it just like it balances out as a like super consumable easy fun movie to watch that's not like complex yeah it's oh man it's the check your brain at the door movie yeah like it's the fundamental like that's what it is just it's not there's nothing going on and that's yeah the 15 is there because it does comedy successfully enough that's why it gets doesn't get a 20 like it just does like the plot is so bad and the writing (laughs) is so bad and like that if it wasn't for just like let's get the most charisma we can on the screen and let's make some jokes like and it worked, and it worked well enough to to make it a you know fifteen. Yep. So, I'm with you a hundred percent. There you go. We've done it. That's the T. Watch Bay. Watch. Bay. Watch Bay. Cool. Um, thanks for tuning in to the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, Fast and Furious family movies. We uh, will be watching a couple more before the end of this series. And then we'll pick a whole new season and do that. So, Don't forget to uh, check out our other All Days Off network shows. Yeah, Blockbuster Bus is produced by All Days Off Productions, which also produces one other show right now called All Days Off Podcast. Listen to it on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get this. And with that, we're done. Farewell. Adios. (laughs) 